0: You're listening to her talk. And this is where all the gender talk happens.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Well, all I can just say is wow because it has been a long time I've been on here and uh, due to one or two reasons and we are so very sorry for that. So on behalf of... I am a crew we're seeing a very very sorry and then thank you for waiting thank you for listening to the program mm. thank you for the past episodes thank you for the comments thank you for the feedback thank you so much for everything because without you I'm so sure that this uh, episode would not, would, not, would not have gotten this far anyways moving on to the main bees of the day yeah like the main bees, like the main geek, like what's happening we're gonna be talking about at 26 so the question is guys what really happened at 26 like are we talking about age are we talking about just a number well our guest is um his name is mr andrew family is an entrepreneur wow i love that i know being an entrepreneur is not easy so maybe after the program i can ask him one or two questions how is an how an entrepreneur life is but basically we are just going to be focusing on the interview and we are going to be talking like i said we're going to be talking about at 26 and i'm so sure our guests is having a lot of goodies, a lot of package, a lot of talks, a lot of things that I would love to teach us about. So, all I want you to just do is get a cup of water, chill, relax, or probably you can get a popcorn. You know, you could just be munching and listening to it. Then, most importantly, you can actually get an airport too, it will help a lot. Thank you guys. So, after this short commercial break, we'll be right back. I No, no, bye.
0: You're listening to her talk. And this is where all the gender talk happens.
2: Yeah. Let me use this medium to say thank you to all our listeners out there and our guests. So can we meet in the
3: Good evening, my amigo
2: host and our precious listeners at home.
3: Thank you for having me on today's episode. My name is Femi Andrew, and I am a
2: teacher and a serial entrepreneur. Wow, that's great. So it's nice meeting you on the podcast today, Mr. Femi. So I have a couple of questions for you here today, and I'm very sure you will trash it out very well. So let's go straight to the first question. Now, as a male child, did you feel like you were raised tougher than the female? Then if yes, why? Okay.
3: To answer your question, you need to understand it better. Um, If if by tougher you mean the chores I get to do, then the answer is yes. And this is because we find ourselves in a society that believes that the boy child is stronger and tougher to handle any kind of chores, while the female child is believed to be tender and delicate and therefore she is abstained from some kind of choice while the boy takes on the hard choice. Except in situations where um, a particular family do not have a male child or in families that do not believe in that general idea. So I think that's an exception for that. So personally my parents raised all um with their children or all of us the children to be equal and there is no preferential treatment given to any or any either male or female. In okay. cases of the last bone, where sometimes, of course, some preparation test treatment is given to the last bone. But apart from that, we're all treated equally.
2: Wow, wow. that's that, That's very nice. Okay. Now, let's go to another question. Do you think the male and the female child should be raised equally? Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Yes. I believe the male and female child should be raised equally.
3: I have a strong belief that the male child should be raised equally in terms of education, skills, training, and every other opportunity you can get around. Um, probably this is because I'm an advocate for gender equality. That's sure, But that is my belief and principle that each child should be given equal opportunity for development, you know? And the saying that what a man can do, a woman can do much better, sometimes is much true. <laughs> wow. Yes, because sometimes when you give um, a male child and a female child a particular task, you tend to discover that the female child does it better. Mm. Um, yeah, so that is one of the reasons why I believe the male child and the female child should be given equal opportunities. And also you tend to discover talents and skills you never know or would ever imagine will be there. So when you give them equal opportunities. So based on this I think they should be both given an equal opportunity and raised equally.
2: Wow wow wow. This getting more interesting. Now (laughs) now let's let's see this. Now did you feel pressurized as a male child? to achieve so particular fit before 26? Yeah, okay, before 26, um,
3: let me say yes.
2: Okay. But,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the pleasure was, shall I say, instinctively, personally, you know.
2: Okay. But, um,
3: of course, there were some features, of course, I intend to achieve before I hit 26, like, you understand. As the male child, you know, you are saddled with a lot of, lots of responsibilities in the society. Yes. This is the kind of society we've come to find ourselves. So, um, you know, when you are raised in a kind of a background where you where you see poverty, let me say face-to-face, <laughs> already, you will say that life is already beating you one zero. Mm-hmm. So, in order for you to win, you know, you have to get up. So... I would say it is a kind of a big cloud of pressure hanging over my head at every point in time, especially being the first male child in my family. So, I I would say that I had no pressure from from my parents, friends, or family, you know, whatever, said, you know. But it was all from me alone and my desire to make it in life. Uh-huh. I was where the pressure is from me. Uh-huh. So, unlike stories I heard from from some colleagues while serving. I could remember some people were like, my mama said, me I not come back out if I no bring us back. You know, those kind of things. <laughs> and some were like, wow, my papa will kill me if I no secure better job before I come out this place. You know, you get to hear stories like that. But yeah. Like, in my own case, it was different. It was just me that wants to do this, that wants to do that. So the pressure wasn't from anybody, but from myself alone. It's a blessing.
2: Okay. That means the pressure has been a great enhancement for you as a person. I can say that. Yes. Wow. Personally, personally, it has okay. been a great enhancement to me. Alright, that's good to know. Now, what do you understand by the word gender that is believed to be silent to death? Let me come again, sir.
3: Okay.
2: I mean gender that is believed to be silent to death. Okay, your pressure was personalized pressure right? (laughs) Yes, personalized pressure. Wow. (laughs) Okay, it's getting more and more interesting. Now, would you say pressure has been a blessing to you or a damage? Okay. Okay, let me
3: start by giving you this little analysis. Okay. You see, they said that pain is a blessing to humanity. The reason why I say that is this: because pain is like a trigger, you know. It signals that something is wrong with our body system, so mm. that we can take proper measures against it. You understand? Yeah. For example, when you're feeling, when you're having headache, you have the head the head aches, of course, right? Yeah. Then it tells you that something is wrong with the body, so that probably you can treat yourself of malaria or whatever is the cause of the headache. You understand? In the same light, I see pressure as a blessing mm. rather than
2: as damage. Damaging.
3: Okay. Yes. So because the pressure, you know, it's what keeps you, what makes you want to work hard, wants to make it, you know, it's a complete blessing. That is how I see it. It's like mm. a foil. Uh-huh. Let me put it uh. this way. It's like a foil that burns the desire to do more okay. and become more. So without the pressure. I would have been too relaxed in and life and throw caution to the things, you know, things I had to do, at the time I had to do them, I would have left them, but for the pressure I put on myself, it makes me want to do things when I'm supposed to do them, you know, and then to achieve more out of life, rather than being relaxed. So, it's, okay. Yeah. Um, earlier on, you know, I said... Um, we are in a society that believes that the boy child is supposed to be strong, you know, and yeah. endure anything and everything silently.
2: Yes. So,
3: even though there are situations in which the female folks, you know, are expected to be silent. But the male folk, I guess, suffers this syndrome of keeping silence mm. from the female. Since he has been raised, you know, to be physically and emotionally strong. So, the male you know they tend to carry on every will silently for fear of being labeled weak for example um recently i came across an article on rape and i got to discover for the first time that one out of every ten boys was sexually abused either by their housemaid an elderly neighbor and things like people like that you know Mm. um against the score of the female child which is one in every four girls was raped. But when you check the news, you discover that most times every rape case is, female. A that is the victim. Yeah. It's the female that is the victim. What happens to the boys? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you now think about that, what happens to the boy? Yeah, they didn't voice out the female. When the female voice out about rape issues, you know, they tend to... Draw
2: Stigmatize.
3: Things. no. They tend to draw sympathy to themselves. Okay. Cool, cool, People cool for them, yeah. And they be like, oh no, this person is a criminal, this person is an animal, the person that did this. And then the female child is given sympathy. But what when it comes to the male child, what do you think will happen <laughs> if someone had to come out and voice out that I was raped? Reverse is the can't. case. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that is it, reverse the case. You know, it did be a, an object of ridicule. Anywhere he goes, whatever he ah, this is the guy that was raped.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Things like that. And that has helped okay. the male child to keep quiet while, you know, he suffers silently. And so that is my own understanding. Mm. The male gender is the gender that is believed, you know, to be uh. silent to death. Uh. Because he wouldn't want to utter something that will make him look weak to maybe his colleagues for the people in the society, he always wants to appear strong. Yeah. Whatever happens to him, he takes it silently and, you know, he tries to move on with life. He tries it. Although, hmm. so, like I said earlier on, again, so that I will not sound like
2: I'm being biased. Life. Okay. Yes, of
3: <laughs> also, the female folks, you know, there are places or situations that we are expected to keep silent. For example, Something happened recently in a house, a woman was complaining that a husband who doesn't provide for the family, he doesn't take care of the family, she's the one that provides food for the children, pays the fees of the children, buy them clothes and all that. And she said funny enough, she had come to discover that sometimes this man has money and he will not give them the money. If I adventure tonight, they decide that, okay, because there is no food, we are taking Gary to bed. <laughs> this man would take Gary with them Yes, she had money with him so now she had been keeping quiet she was just saying it that for 10 years she had been enduring this and that yes. was there one man was there like he came to console her and he wouldn't imagine what this man had to say
2: <laughs>
3: it, it was a kind of a complete shock what he said to console her he said eh, mommy listen to me that that general of all men the mm. generalization idea about Nigeria you know, is it, it, so detrimental, you know, yeah. It's all men, that no man will hold an amount of money and will want you to know about that. Mm. I, I understand the fact that if, if you are doing it, fine. If nice if, if it's all men. I quite disagree with him that because it's not all men, I know men that are responsible and do not hide money away from their lives. Sure. If there is a reason. Sure. So, also, like this woman now, she had been keeping quiet about it because probably she didn't want um, the society to give her some kind of label. Also, there are places whereby a lady or a woman, I would say, she will know about her man cheating. But you know she's expected to keep quiet they'll say he is a man in this situation yes when she cheat, everybody talks but when the man cheats, he's being held about you know things like that so but mostly the male genders are the one that
2: suffers that syndrome of being silent to so, death wow 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 this is so amazing this is so amazing all right
0: now You're listening to her talk. And this is where all the gender talk happens.
2: Who is to be blamed now for the male child negligence about upkeep? Uh, Okay. Um,
3: If we're sharing blame, okay. Let's just share it equally here. (laughs) (laughs) um maybe first of all let me issue a, disc- a disclaimer here okay yeah because what i'm going to say is purely my opinion probably influenced by my upbringing you know
2: that's why you so, call it gender yeah, <laughs> that's okay. why it's
3: Ad. <laughs> okay all right thank you for that so let's i would like to encourage us you know to stop the habit of blaming the society because initially that was what came to my mind. I wanted to say the society, but I want us to move a bit away from the society. Let's just leave the society, the innocent society, you understand. <laughs> Let's stop put in every little thing and the society. You know, they said the family is the smallest unit of the society. And to me, what happens in each family, you know, the happenings in each family are what constitutes what the society becomes or is. Yes. What happens in your own family? Let's assume we are in the same society. What happens in your family? What happens in my family? What happens in a family and this family all together? It's what we mm. to make what that society is. Or yes, is that's
2: that's the genesis. Okay,
3: so if the family is doing what is wrong, or if if each, each family keeps doing what is wrong, mm. then generally the society have this wrong shadow hovering over them. You understand?
2: Yes. So,
3: to me, the person responsible for this negligence and proper upbringing or upkeep of the male child, you know, is the parent, especially the father now. Now I have two reasons to support this for picking the father especially. Okay. In general, it is the parent, okay? Okay. Alright. The first reason now is the father being a man and I, the head of the family as we have been, just up to you know, you understand. The man he is seen as the head of the family and is supposed to be responsible for the welfare of each and every member of the family. Sure. That is number one reason why I said the father should be especially responsible for that. Secondly is this. The father is a man, and the male child is a man or a man in the is coming up to be a man, right? Sure. So I believe that the father will understand the male child better than the mother. There are some things that, to an extent, I guess the male child can be able to discuss with the father, which she will not, you know, have that comfortability to discuss with the mother. I hope you are getting me now. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. So that is one of the reasons I said that the father should be much more responsible for the upbringing of the child, the orientation. Like someone once said, this is nowadays. In fact, right from the beginning, Nigerian educational system, they don't teach you. Um, they don't teach you how to make it in life. They only teach you the theoretical aspects. They don't teach you the application of it. I believe it is the father's responsibility now put the child on how things should be done, on how he should raise a family, on how he should grow up and things like that, on how he should react to situations happening around him rather than leaving him, you know, to peer influence. You understand? Yeah. So the father should be largely responsible for the proper upbringing of the child, his orientation. I think to me, um, you know, when I see a male child misbehaves, or in fact does well, what I see is the portrayal of who his father is. You understand? Even without yes. knowing the father, mm. that is the conclusion I draw. So I believe in this belief now. I want each and every father to be responsible for the proper upbringing of, up of the male child. So, and that is why I think the father should be blamed much for, you know, the way
2: the negligence has been brought up, yeah. Wow, this is touching. Alright. Um, let me say, what's your advice for both genders now? For both the male and the female genders. What's your advice?
3: Okay, okay, okay. Um, my advice to the male and female gender out there, you know, um, is if you are yet to be 25, you know, you have this pleasure to achieve some futures, you know. I'll just advise you to calm down and take one step at a time, you know. Draw out plans. Follow up with actions, you know. Even when you have plans without actions, they still remain plans. <laughs> like once, someone once said, he said, a dream without work is just a dream. But ah. when you put in work, into that dream you bring it into actualization. So when you plan, you follow up the plan with actions to see that you achieve that dream. And by God's grace, you will achieve it even before hitting that 26, you know. But when you are still, um, or let me say now, to those that have been above the age of 25, 26, and you are seeing a seed, life has defeated you. No, know. this is the attitude of winner. Like we all know, life is not a bed of roses when you fall you've got to stand up and try again but when you stay down that is when you are defeated that is when you fall and fail to rise and you know you are losing but when you fall you are permitted to fall of course you are permitted to start late you can start at any time in fact there is no better better time to start than now So it doesn't matter. 25, 26 is just a number. You can start anytime. So, my advice for you is to get up and get going. The key is your determination and your desire to succeed, to make that thing happen. And if you are consistent in the actions, in the little actions you take, definitely you will get there.
2: God bless you. Wow. Thank you very much. I'm very sure our listeners. They have really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you for coming on on these uh, podcasts. Um, And I'm very sure if we call you next time, you still come on the podcast again. (laughs) Sure, gladly, my brother. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you.
0: listening to her talk and this is where all the gender talk happens I don't
4: get that last Are you looking for a reliable vendor to get all your internet data bundles, airtime, and cable TV subscriptions? Look no further. SmartLinks Enterprises offers you the best deals when it comes to internet data bundles, airtime VTU, cable TV subscriptions, examination resort checker cards, electricity bill payments, and others. Our services are available on and Retail. Contact us today on 0813 5450278. Fast, affordable, and reliable.
1: You're
0: listening to her talk. And this is where all the gender talk happens.
1: Okay, I'm
5: bored using my WhatsApp. Really? Yes, my WhatsApp tattoos is filled with jokes.
4: So, you've not heard of Lehu
5: TV. Which one is Lehu TV again?
4: Huh. Lehu TV is an online TV with the best WhatsApp TV platform that can give you the very best experience on educational posts, job updates, relationship and hookup requests, sports gist, even funny memes, comedy posts, airtime giveaways, MCMs, and lots of other benefits.
5: Wow, that sounds more like what I have been looking for, sweetheart. How can I connect with Lehu TV?
4: It's simple connect with Lehu TV on whatsapp with 0816
5: Leo leu tv more, more than WhatsApp, whatsapp message this is the, the hub of edu infotainment.
4: infotainment
0: you're listening to her talk and this is where all the gender talk happens
5: This is where all the gender talk happens. Amazing one there. Uh, thank you so much for listening to that amazing interview with our guest, Andrew Femi, and our host, and person of Gideon Babalola. This is the 12th episode of this uh, gender hard talk. Thank you so much for being part of our world. And of course, uh, I'm very sure we learned one or two things. Amazing interview with uh, Andrew Femi, there. Amazing spilling out of so many things i learned a lot and if you've done so also don't forget to reach us on our twitter uh hashtag the hashtag is gh talk podcast gh talk podcast on twitter and on facebook we are gender our talk on facebook or you can reach us to us on 0810C079534. and i'm sure you enjoy uh, this episode and uh, next week, don't worry, we'll not be going off air. Next week, we'll be back again for the 13th episode. and Please make sure you come around. We are back this time around and better. On behalf of all the production crew uh, members of this gender, I talk. Uh, we have uh, Erika Jude, we have uh, Bola Salami, and we have uh, Ruth Olajidi. And your host today, we have Fidion Babalola. I am Aramon Eludire Isaac saying good night.